half Asian white male with, uh, I guess, brown, black hair, uh, brown eyes. And I'm wearing a green shirt with a guy's face on it. And I go by he, him pronouns. Uh, yeah. So I am Nico and I am a half Asian, half Caucasian female with green eyes and brown, black hair. Yeah. And, uh, what else? I'm wearing a red floral dress. Is that red? It looks like kind of like a maroon, like a brown color. Wow, maroon? What are you like? A, a maroon? maroon? What am I, a maroon? Anyway, um, and I go by pronouns uh, he, he, him. He, her. Wow. Oh, no. He, her. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff right there. Uh, the first story that we're going to react to is a, uh, it's a pretty serious allegation. Uh, I mean, for some people, it's already controversial even just saying it's an allegation because, I don't know. So I guess we can kind of maybe... There's Let's a little, do a backstory. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go All ahead right. and share the screen and show what the talk So about. Dave Portnoy. Yeah. He is, what is it, the CEO He's, of yeah. Barstool Sports? Basically like the head honcho of Barstool yeah. Sports, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what his title is, but he's like... Person in charge of Barstool Sports. Mm -hmm. So he has, uh, well, there's there's a reporter who has um, an article out um, on Business Insider, which accuses him of uh, some sexual assault allegations uh, to two different women that he supposedly, I guess, hooked up with. Mm -hmm. And... So I can't read the whole article because it's behind a paywall, which in itself is a little bit weird to me. I mean, yeah, I guess journalists have to get paid somehow. But like I thought that it would like uh, to me, I thought like for online publications, the main way they would get paid was through ad revenue. Yeah, ad revenue or I know some of them they'll pay just by the word. Like They'll pay how many words you mm -hmm. put in an article. So it's, it's like, I don't know, yeah. like five cents a word or whatever. So anyway, it's behind a paywall. Uh, so I can't read the article on here or whatever, yeah. but basically they accuse him of some pretty horrible stuff. Uh, so what we're going to react to is his response, which he made a video response, even though his lawyer told him not to. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll see what he says about this. Well, he's not, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him, but as far as I know, he's not someone who's going to shy away from telling you what he's thinking at that particular moment in time. Yeah. He's he not said, one to shy away. Yeah. He said that he always does like, he just tells whatever he's thinking right, right now. So, yeah. And I mean, and he, he has that like, that like love him or hate him type of label because like in this, just in this Twitter or the tweet of him with his responses, two parts, you see some of the responses and some of them are like, yeah, this guy's a pig, you know, Barstool sucks or whatever. It's, it's one of those, I'm going to support you. Oh, I never even knew about this, uh, yeah. uh, this thing or whatever. I don't know. So it's like, it's either people are going to support him or people are just like, see, told you he's a fucking scumbag or whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So anyway, and I haven't even listened to this whole thing. So I guess we'll kind of, it's going to be fresh for me at least. Okay, so Business Insider finally published. Uh, the hit piece says it's been eight months in the making on me. Not the normal hit piece, not the normal stuff about jokes we've made, videos we've made, things we've done at Barstool. This is far more serious allegations, portraying me, painting me really as a sexual deviant. Uh, serious shit. 
So lawyers have been talking to me, boards, you should say this, you shouldn't say this, you should do that. Listen, I've ignored everything they said. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm just going to tell the truth. Shoot from. It's almost like why even have lawyers? <laughs> like lawyers are telling me, don't do this. Do this. He's like, I'm going to listen to these fuckers. Maybe it's just, I guess, uh, what is it called? It's just um, part for the course when stuff like this happens. Like he has to have oh, lawyers, yeah. but then I it's mean, like. He probably has lawyers telling him what to do like with his business right so they probably contacted him as soon as they saw this article okay. drop yeah but then i'm sure once i saw this video like what the f what the fuck are you doing he's like probably yeah told you i was gonna do it so in the hip and tell exactly how i feel and where i'm at um no written statements no pre-planned things just me being me and it's worked for me for 20 years and um i'm gonna tell the truth let's start with the fact i'm not surprised this article came out I didn't know what would be in it, but for eight months, I've had every single girl that I've been remotely associated with, girls I know, girls I've hooked up with, girls I don't know, girls have posted TikToks on me, being like, hey, just heads up, there's a reporter digging around, basically asking about your sexual habits, like, has he done anything, like, dirty with you, does he try to get you to do this, all, like, making it sound like the story was already written, like, they're trying to portray you a certain way, I have... Tons of girls who have documented that that was their conversation with their reporter. Most importantly, let's get into the two allegations that are jarring. And if I read them not knowing me, I'd be like, this guy does uh, belongs behind bars, basically. The first allegation, basically, is a girl who came to my house um, in Nantucket last July, like a year and a half ago, and is saying that we had sex. It was so rough. She was screaming, crying, pain, stop, stop. She recalls. And then like two days later, reached over a friend and said she felt like a sex doll during sex. Um, based on that description of the story, I would have absolutely zero idea who we're talking about. However, it said July, and there was a passage that said she slept on my couch after we hooked up. Um, that part, the couch part, and knowing when it was, there's only one girl that I could ever recall who slept on the couch and not with me after we had talked for a month and a half um, online and I liked her. I thought she was very attractive, pretty stunning, engaging girl. So that's why she came. But I do remember one girl sitting on the couch. So I went, looked at her past, um, DMS and that part, there's a part that says she reached out, Hey, pizza man. And I responded, Hey, fly bitch. <laughs> I would have never recognized that a Hey, fly bitch. Like, I don't say that she was wearing a Hey, fly bitch shirt or a fly bitch shirt when she first DM me. And that's how I responded, hmm. whatever. So that's how I was able to figure out who the girl was, the couch part of it. I do believe my recollection is she was still interested in hooking up. And I'm like, it, it's, this just isn't working. Like, we don't get along. Um, Here, pause it there. Flew back. I never. So some people will say, okay, so they were talking for a month and a half and you couldn't tell if you were like compatible or not. Yeah. And that does make sense to me. But also I have to mention that. When you're talking to someone online, it could be very different when you're meeting in person. Mm -hmm. Like, because sometimes, I mean, I know you've had this experience where you meet someone in person and it's like totally not, yeah. like not working compared right. to what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, because you can kind of project yourself in one way online or internet or whatever as a, in terms of like that relationship. But then once you're in person, it's kind of like, well, everything's out in front. Here I am in the flesh. You know, here's all the mannerisms, all the little quirks that I do, and it can either be really annoying or, oh, yeah, I still find you attractive. I still find you, uh, like, 
engaging and still have this bond or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's kind of interesting how that kind of works because, you know, you think in your head, oh man, it's like, this is the one I think, whatever that means, the one. And then you meet them and you go, and you you hang out with them for a little while. And, and you're and like, wait a minute, like, this is like not what I thought. Because yeah. you can project what you want onto a person when they're online. But when you're in person with that other, with the person who you were talking to, it could be totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so far, I mean, we're just kind of just going off of his words. So who knows? You know, obviously he's going to say, oh, I'm telling the truth. Or, but I mean, obviously we're, we weren't there. So we don't know, obviously, what was going on. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just from what we were listening to so far, he's saying that she slept on the couch and they were, I guess they were still kind of in a relationship for about a month and a half. And he was saying, I think we should stop. I think it was good for how it was good for in a while lasted, but I think I'm okay. And she's like, well, I still want to be in this relationship. Yeah. Basically he's saying, well, they were talking online for a month and a half, but when they met in person, he was like, yeah, you're not the person I thought you were. But she still wanted to hook up, I guess. Well, he said that they hooked up. Yeah, but I mean, like, she wanted to keep hooking up after yeah. that. So I guess in his eyes, like, well, I hooked up with you, and now I guess that's it. Like, now what are we going to do? Like, you know? Classic, uh, um, classic hookup culture problems for women. I mean, and for him, he was saying, well, like he was saying, you know, I thought she was very attractive, beautiful, engaging, whatever. And I guess maybe to him, that's all he saw in her was just how she was just really attractive probably, to him. I mean, if I'm going to guess, he probably didn't really like look too much into her personality yeah. when she but, was Oh, damn. Online. She's a fucking 10. I but, she, go, yeah. but he was more like, I just want to have sex with her. And yeah. then after he had sex with her, he's like, well, actually, your personality actually sucks. So yeah. I don't really want to be with you. But I mean, how would you? Which is like really bad for women. Like that's why women should not be in hookup culture because- you basically just get used. Yeah, and then that's why so. they'll say shit like this. Like, oh, he, he, you know, I was screaming and he hurt me, and I was telling him no, he wouldn't stop, whatever. And it's just, yeah, because we don't. It's one of those situations where it's like, unless they were being recorded, which would be super weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have no idea what actually happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's, and this is another one of those um stupid, um. He said, she said situations. Yeah. And for like, you know, and I don't want to like, I know this will kind of like step out on eggshells because this is a very touchy and sensitive subject, but there's legit women out there who had legit issues and were, had these uh, really bad situations with men and that they see stuff like this and, you know, what are they supposed to do? Cause that's why you see some people go, how are I, so how, why are you? It's like you well now you know why women don't come out and say this type of stuff because they'll they'll get these reactions of ah she's lying she says you know she's she's a whore mm -hmm. or whatever and the guy will get away with it but then there's like then there's the other side yeah too, where some guy will get accused of something that he actually like legitimately didn't do right so or like what if it was something that he actually did do this. But then there's just no evidence to back it up. And she's like, well, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's it's, the, it's just the nature of the situation. It sucks. You know, when, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, are they going to like swab her vagina and say, okay, we'll see what happened. Or, yeah, a year and a half later. Right. That's incident number one. Incident number two, I had no idea about, which is basically a girl came over in Nantucket. Um, 
She DM'd me. She asked to come over. She came over. We hung out by the pool, started hooking up, had sex. And then it says she went home, um, got super depressed. She took a selfie with me, got super depressed when the selfie circulated. And three days later, was in the hospital with depression. Um, the mother of this girl apparently called an Nantucket cops. I have never, ever been contacted by any authorities. Nobody, nothing ever, never hints, whispers, nothing, because I've never done anything that's remotely, you know, not consensual. I have. So this story, total news to me. The mother saying there's parties in Nantucket. If you put like a, a police car, you'll see girls getting dropped off all the time. Totally false. I never have people at my house. Rarely. I hate people at my house. Gaz <laughs> tries to have people I never want. I want to go to bed early. Um, after we had sex in the afternoon, she went home. She DM'd me to come hang out with her at a bar at night. At a bar, by the way, is where she wanted to meet me the first time. So all this under it, that's 21 plus. That's where she said, say, hey, I'm going to this bar. Meet me here. To me, that's pretty black and white. That, again, I don't, I, it's such a strange area to be because it's a sensitive issue and these allegations are horrific. But they're saying she was so depressed by me, suicidal almost. But she was continually hitting me up to hang out. And it was the mother who found the DMs. Maybe she's a shit. I don't know. It, it's just, I'm telling you the truth. So, I mean, I guess this is more normal nowadays. But, like, so she was over 21, but she's living with her mom? I mean, we don't really know how, how her situation came up to where she had to do that. I mean, yeah, some of her is down to luck. And they, they kind of have no choice but to live with their parents again. Yeah. I know. I understand. Like some people are saying, like, "Well, he's like what forty or whatever, and he's having sex with twenty-year-olds or twenty-one-year-olds yeah. or whatever." Uh, I can understand that, but uh, yeah, that's just this seems to be like what you know what rich old guys would do anyway. You know. Yeah, I mean. So it's not surprising. I'm not saying that it's not weird. I'm just yeah. saying it's not surprising. Right. I mean, and people are gonna act like, "Oh, this is yeah," like you're saying, it's surprising, whatever. Once you have all the money in the world, I mean, let's just face it. There's going to be women out there who are going to like you because of the fact that you're rich. I mean, yeah. I know that's, oh, you can't say that way. You think we're, that's just a, that's the reality of the situation. And, you know, if, if a guy out there who just makes a 50,000 a year and then all of a sudden it jumps to like 500,000 to a million, the, their pool of women that they've been, that they're looking at are, is probably going to increase by a lot. I'm thinking yeah. once they make all that money, you know, again, not saying that, this situation, like you're saying, is, isn't weird or anything like that. Like, if you're a 40 year old and you're having sex with a 21 year old, that's kind of weird or whatever. But, yeah, because you would be like 20 when they were born. Yeah. I will also say this because I was kind of just going through the some of the replies and some of them. Uh, one that I, I, it wasn't like, it's not word for word, but the gist of it was so if you know you have a target on your back because you're a Barstool sports guy. You're kind of being competition to ESPN, which is the biggest sports channel network thing right now in the world. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of chipping away at that. You know that there's people who don't like you because of how you're going about doing your business and your personality and all that stuff. Why are you trying to engage with these people to where this is going to be a possibility that this type of shit's going to happen? So I don't know, maybe, maybe all this, if like, if say nothing happens to him, like, all, all these allocate like these two allegations, whatever they, they've come out, and then the women just decide, okay, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Just you know, something gets resolved or whatever. Is he gonna learn from them? Like, well, shit, now I really gotta. Well, if you keep listening to the video, he does kind of talk about that later. So, okay. so basically, the gist of the the rest of the video, um, 
is that uh, so he he was saying that like okay I'm barstool sports guy right and I got all these lawyers and I'm I'm you know basically rich and mm-hmm. powerful or whatever but he's saying that he's still terrified because anyone could say whatever they want and then like the court of public opinion is going to place you as guilty until proven innocent instead of the other way around where you're innocent still innocent until proven guilty. Right. So um, he was just saying, making the point that that's kind of terrifying. So, I mean, I, I get that. And um, it's kind of like a weird problem because you want actual victims to come out and say what, what happened to them so that it doesn't happen to other people. Right. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, there's no way to prove what actually happened because it's just his word against her word. If this journalist or whatever has been doing all this digging for eight months. Yeah. That's the weird thing. And this is like the only thing that you can come up with to try and do like a character assassination thing or whatever you want to call it to try and bring this guy down. Like, I don't even know why would anyone be like, yeah, I'm going to bring that Dave Portnoy down. Like who, who thinks they're going to try and bring this guy down if, if this is all bullshit and they go, you know, I don't like Barstool. Okay, well then don't you don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to listen to anything or any of the podcasts that it's that it supports or anything like that. You don't have to follow yeah. Dave Portnoy's Twitter account or anything like that. So just you know, but again, it, it, again, like he's saying, oh, I'm you know, I'm, I'm swear to God, I'm telling the truth. Like even just I don't know, like, like you're saying, the court of public opinion, even him saying, I'm telling the truth. I swear, I'm telling the truth. There's gonna be people who think he's like you said, he's guilty. Like. You're done. Yeah, it's well, over. Like, I don't even like you. But these people didn't like him anyway in the first place. Yeah. And people who had no idea who he is, like to me, saying that you're not guilty doesn't either. It doesn't really hurt you or help you yeah. either way. Because, of course, you're going to say you're not guilty. Right. And you it's, say it, you're it, guilty. It's nothing too where, like, if he didn't say anything, like, if he did, if he did listen to his lawyers and say, I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to say, see, that's proof he's guilty because he's, oh, my God, you know, I got to do this, whatever. But then yeah. if he does say something, some people are going to say it makes him look worse. So it's kind of like. Whatever you do, yeah. it's going to look bad. Right. At that point. Which kind of sucks because if it's not true, then, like, no matter what he does, he's going to, it's going to look like he's guilty. Yeah. And I don't know if he inherited this stuff, but as far as I'm, I'm think, he probably just, he worked his ass to where. He started to, because I think this, I think he made his company himself, or with at least with a couple of people or a group of people. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he seems like someone who they're at the bottom and now they're at the top, or at least they're making a you know a really they have a really nice living. They're making a lot of money and mm-hmm. have a target on their back, as we've been saying about this guy. So why try and put yourself in these situations to you know? So like I was saying before, hopefully. He won't do that, but who knows? Maybe someone's looking at this and they go, I got an I got an actual story. Anyway, I guess uh we'll move on to the the next one, which is uh This one to me doesn't This one is dumb. I don't really get this one. Okay, so Chris Pratt again, another guy who kind of has a target on his back because again, doesn't tell that line of being uh I mean, who knows? Maybe he is super Lerano. So anyway, on Instagram he posted a picture of his wife right yeah it's um i think it it's it's one of arnold schwarzenegger's daughters i think it's Catherine, i believe oh really schwarzenegger yeah Hmm. didn't know that anyway so he wrote this caption 
do you want to read it or I'm not really good at reading stuff. Yeah, I, I'll read it. So he says, uh, guys, for real, like, uh, guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. She's met in church. That's already evil for some people. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure, and it belongs to me. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck Rookie Card, which if you know, you know is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks, so if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. So that post in itself got people mad, but it was the part that really got people, I think, more upset than anything was he said, she's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter, because he has a son with uh, with his ex-wife, Anna Ferris, and some people were saying, I can't believe he would say a gorgeous, healthy daughter because their son had like disabilities and I think was premature, had to be in a NICU for several weeks or whatever, so I can't believe he would say a gorgeous, healthy daughter. It's like, but the son doesn't have anything to do with her. Like she didn't give him. Yeah, she it would be give, weird yeah. if he if he were to mention his son in that post. Right. If he was talking about Anna Ferris, then it would make sense. Yeah. If I don't know. understand people who think that this is like super weird. Cause I've seen people saying like he's be, like, I don't know if you saw any of this stuff, but I saw people saying, like, wow, he he seems like an abuser. He probably like um, thinks that he, uh, she's his property, all this other weird stuff. And I'm like, yeah. just from that, like you're projecting a lot. All he's saying, it's just an appreciation post. Like it's yeah. not that deep, you know? I mean, well, it's deep for him, like saying like that he loves her and everything. But I mean, it's, right. it's not reading into his life saying that he's like an abuser or something. Just because probably, I mean, I guess maybe the part that says... Um, her heart is pure and it belongs to me. People think that that's weird. Maybe he actually took her heart out and now it belongs okay. to me. Like that's, right. that would be like legit, like my property. Now I own her well, heart. Then she'd be literally. like dead. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Then it would be really weird. I don't even understand. Yeah. I think some people are looking way too much into it. I'm sure when, I don't know, maybe his, his ex-wife saw that and goes, oh, that's nice. You know? And I'm sure he's a good dad to to their to, to his son. Like, what are they trying to say? Like, you're saying he doesn't. Look, I'm sure he probably has a son. I don't know what their what their situation is or whatever, but he probably just has a target on his back because he he was seen wearing a, a shirt that had the what's that flag? Like, don't tread on me or something. Yeah, like it had that, the yeah. don't tread on me flag on it. So ever since then, you know, he's probably like some crazy right winger or something. Yeah, I don't know how that. Turned into like right wing stuff, but so what's the next one going to be? His next, his next post should be my wife. She can handle. She can open her own jars. I ain't gonna open fucking. No fuck oh her. yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Probably got mad because uh, he said that he could open jars for her. I mean, those jars are pretty tight. You know, trying, yeah, even send those for me. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, if I if you can't open it, nobody can. Because I'm gonna throw it. Screwed. I'll throw it on the ground. I'll break, and there you go. Open the jar because it's all over the floor. All right, I guess we'll move on to the next story. Okay, so... So we're just going to get... It's going to keep getting weirder from here, okay? Great. So the first one was kind of, like, more serious, and then it keeps getting stupider, and now 
it's going to get more weird. All right. So this first one is arrest warrant issued for teen accused accused of backflipping in rhino enclosure after he fails to wake up for court. Wait, so he backflipped into a rhino enclosure to not? Yeah. And of course, like, this is in Singapore, okay? Oh, man. So you know how strict they are. Like, they're so strict that you can get, like, fined or arrested for chewing gum or having a durian on the train, mm. right? So uh, apparently... Well, durians this, are pretty stinky, so I can I don't blame them for that. It can stink up the whole place. Yeah, apparently the, the gum thing is because people spit their gum out on the floor and then it gets stuck and then it's stuck on your shoe. I mean, again, I, I, I can understand that because sometimes when that gum gets under your shoe, you want to like. So are you saying that you're okay with authoritarian policies as long let's as it do benefit it. you? Let's do it. Let's go. I see how it is. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it says an arrest or sorry, a warrant of arrest has been issued for a team who faces several charges, including trespassing into the Singapore Zoo rhino enclosure to perform a backflip. As well as killing a frog. Okay, that's the worst part. Why did they not lead with that? Huh? Killing a frog? They want to, like, wait, he performed a black a black a backflip? Wait, wait, hold on a second. And then and then they hit you with the killing the frog. I like how they have that part highlighted. What do they have a video of that or something? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, anyway, so, no, yeah. this gets this gets dumber and dumber. So he failed to turn into turn up for a court hearing. On Friday, November 5th. And it says his parents were unable to wake him up. Jeez, he must be a really deep sleeper or something. I guess he just doesn't care. That too. So you gotta go to court. Eh, get off me, man. I'm trying to sleep. I was in a, I had a really good dream. You broke it. Come on. Okay, it says these were for trespassing into the white rhino enclosure at the zoo on December 17th, 2020, hitting the side mirrors of a Mercedes-Benz and a BMW Jeez. in October 2020 and hitting the information panel of a bus stop. Wait, you can get arrested for hitting the information panel of a bus stop? Yeah, it said that he was uh, four charges of mischief, criminal trespass, and vandalism. Man. So. Yeah, think twice if you're going to do something crazy in Singapore because – feel like everything there is a crime. You did a backflip in a rhino enclosure. I like how there's a screenshot. Okay, there's a screenshot of him doing a backflip in the rhino enclosure. And the caption is, whose man is this? Okay, so this, this part actually makes me mad. He was later given more charges for causing unnecessary pain and suffering to a live frog at the Sen... Sentosa Cove home on Christmas Eve 2020. The frog died after we, that's the guy's name, hit it with a ball. Wee wee. On a foosball table. We was also charged with consuming a can a what? A cannabinol derivative. Oh, like cannabis? I think so. This guy just sounds like a crazy maniac. <laughs> I'm gonna okay, okay, think about it. He's he's hitting he killed a frog by putting it in a foosball table, you know, one of those yeah. foosball table. And he hit it with the foosball thing. And then it died. Like what the hell? This guy must he, be really he, bored. He, he couldn't find an opponent to play foosball. So he's like, oh, I got this frog be a good opponent. And he put it in there and boom. He he won with one shot. Yeah, by killing the opponent. 
Well, you know. Like literally killing the opponent. Yeah. He really wanted to play foosball. Maybe, I don't know, maybe don't do a backflip in a rhino enclosure or something. Because I mean, he's lucky that rhinos didn't see that. He didn't, like, didn't impale him with his with, with the rhino's big, long horn or something, you know? Yeah. Then stick him up his ass with a big, long horn. All right. There's uh, another animal-related story. Oh, yeah. Uh, passengers left baffled after luggage is replaced by crates of frozen fish. Man. And then there's a picture of frozen fish coming down the beltway. Can you imagine that you have your yeah you have your luggage in the plane, and you're like, all right, I finally got to my destination. I can you know maybe it's either home or it's to, you're visiting some people or whatever. And all right, I go to the conveyor belt to get my luggage, and out comes some random crates of fish. Like what the fuck happened? Yeah, I was reading the article, and it said that. Um, they were like, okay, like it's just one crate of fish, whatever. I'll just wait for my luggage to come out. And then there's just kept more, like more and more fish kept coming out. And everybody was like, wait, where's oh. my luggage? Oh, this is a good one. British Airways has since said it was reuniting customers with their bags after realizing something fishy was going on. Man, they just ran into that one, didn't they? That, that, just, that just writes itself. Like any type of fishy story, you got to say something fishy was going on. So we got to do something right, you know? And then this guy, his family, got to the carousel and waited for the luggage to appear. It was at this point that the family's fortunes began to change. He said, the luggage machine started going around. Then the next thing, there was one box of iced fish, and then another one came out, and then another one came out. He thought that the fish had initially belonged to one fish enthusiast. <laughs> However, it was only when the number of crates totaled around 40 that he knew something wasn't right. <laughs> So who freaking loves all like who loves fish this much? I don't know. Maybe they were they were like okay. I like how it says. So what happened to the luggage? British Airways has since said that reuniting its customers with their bags after realizing something fishy was going on. In a statement, the airplane or the airplane, the airplane itself apologized. <laughs> the airline, the airline apologized and said most passengers on the flight received their bags as normal. We've apologized to our customers, and we have been reuniting them with their luggage after realizing that something fish. Oh, come on. How many times are I going to say that? Anyway, so what do you think about that? If we ever go on a trip and... If that happens, I'm taking a couple crates of fish. Yeah, you got to prepare for the, the zombie apocalypse, right? The oh. zombie apocalypse that will never happen? <laughs> no, I was thinking more like, uh, depending on what type of fish it is, it could be a good dinner. Like what kind of fish would it be for you to take it? Maybe like salmon or haddock or something. What about like? Or cod. Cod, yeah. What about like, was it mahi-mahi? That's fine. As long as it's not tilapia, okay? Because tilapia, you know, I don't even want to get into it. You want to go into some controversial fish talk? Yeah. Tilapia sucks. Wait, wait what? I didn't hear you. Wait. Oh, everything you've been saying is okay, but that tilapia, are you saying you don't like tilapia? That's when you're really going to get canceled. That'd be a really stupid thing to get canceled for. I knew some. I knew there was something fishy about you guys. You didn't like tilapia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll end it there. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe next time we'll react to something else that's uh, not as uh, heartbreaking. Yeah.